today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Lots of stuff to talk about with Alyssa Freeman. Uh, Alyssa Freeman, of course, a public relations consultant and a PR guru. Alyssa PR, AlyssaFreeman.com. I think I got it all. Alyssa, are you there? You got it all. I love it. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. How are you today, the day after Halloween in a time change weekend? Well, you know, the time change affects me more than Halloween does. You know, nobody's <laughs> in our area. I took my dog for a walk. I saw two tweens with some stuff in their pumpkin carriers. Right. I thought, well, where do they get that stuff? But I think there might have been a few houses that were doing something. But honestly, there was no Halloween in my area. But the time change makes me tired. I figured I got up at 530 this morning. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. All right, let's talk about uh, what, what do we start with? Let's start with the uh, the videotape we saw over the weekend of the Joe Biden bus getting surrounded by uh, pickup trucks with big wheels and big flags on them, uh, actually sideswiping one of the vehicles, I believe, of, of one of the staff uh, that were driving behind the bus. Uh, you know, I just thought this was absolutely bizarre. And, um, you know, you just got to wonder how Americans can feel good about where they are right now. I think as Canadians, I have talked to more of my friends, and I'm in group chats like everybody else is, but I've talked to more of my friends who are basically on tenterhooks about this whole election. And the crazier things that we hear, we just give our heads a shake. But it appears for a large swath of the American population, these things don't matter. It's not okay to surround a bus or any bus. It's not okay to sideswipe somebody just because you think it's, you know, you don't agree with their political beliefs. But a lot of this stuff is really just swept away by people who, and more and more, I see like people were saying, are still saying that Biden is ahead by a number of points. But honestly, as I watch mainstream news and I see these rallies and I see the commotion that people are making over Trump, just like any other politician, they cherry pick what's okay for them, and what's not okay. And that thought process defies all intellectual capacity as far as I'm concerned. Like, none of it makes any sense. And when you and I first started talking about Trump, it's what was up is down and black is white. So we're still in that four years later. Uh, you know, everybody's talking, and well, the president started this by saying, I'm not sure I'm going to accept the results uh, w- when they come after the election and such. And then you see activity like this, you just have to think, oh, my goodness, what is going to happen if it doesn't go his way? Well, I have been listening to a couple podcasts talking about the different scenarios that could happen. So if, you know, Biden gets Florida, then it's an easier path to the electoral callers. I guess remember, and I'm sure that many people know this, but the only person that Americans don't vote for is the president. They vote for everybody else up and down the ticket, but they don't vote for president. And there's Mm -hmm. some wonderful podcasts that explain what the Electoral College is all about. Basically, it was keeping the choice of president in the hands of the privileged few, as opposed to the many. So every now and then, you know, it comes, it came about when it was Bush versus Gore, um, and it may come again now, but, you know, whatever, Trump makes it very, very clear where he stands, and he always has whether Mm -hmm. it's backed by fact or not. But this is very factual, that if he finds that there is a little bit of wiggle room within the percentage that he can fight, he's already said that he is attending election night with his lawyers. So they're all ready to dig and delve and to um, make 
best use of the new newest Supreme Court Justice, Amy Coney Barrett, in case they need her. Uh, unless it's a landslide in one, in one direction or the other, I, I think there might be issues. Is that accurate? I mean, they're talking about yeah. this election not even being, you know, the final tally coming in for a couple of days, in, in, unless it is a landslide. Well, that's true. Now, I did look at a map um, on the website of the New York Times, and what it shows is, like, how, you know, how, how soon will everybody be able to count their votes? and whether there is, um, what are the significant delays. And there's only a few places um, around the country where it would be impossible to predict or there'd be less than 50% chance of counting all the votes. However, some of those are, you know, states like Florida, for example. You know, that is a linchpin. So the fact that many people are going to be staying up till wee hours in the morning and wondering where this is going to go. They may be staying up for 36 hours wondering where yeah. this is going to go if the margin of percentage cannot be argued about. Who knows? I don't think you can bet on this one. I, I, I don't think anyone can stand there and, and say, gee, the polls say this, the polls say that. I, I, I would not, uh, I would not uh, bet on this election. I, 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 people say to me, like we're talking about it in the office today, okay, so what do you think? Can you call it? And people no. don't even want to call it. No. People are even afraid to voice their opinion for fear that they jinx something. You know, the whole world is watching Americans right now and their behavior with respect to this election. So, you know, right now, a lot of that you does br- not bode well. You bring up a valid point. It's behavior. It's not policy. This is not about policy. This isn't about one team or the other team. This is about who do you want to lead you, uh, no matter what the politics are. Do you want someone who unites or someone who's divisive? I don't think this is got And the politics are so extreme. I, I don't know. Does that even enter into it anymore? Well, you know, politics come down to, you know, if you wear a mask, you're for Biden. And if you're not wearing your mask, you're for Trump. Yeah. So according to Trump, uh, you know, the virus is not going to be, uh, you know, a, a, le- a flashpoint after the election. Really? You know, they're already starting to see the super spreader uh, effect after people attend their, his rallies. So, but people who are for Trump honestly believe that it's not his fault that the virus has spread. They believe that it's China. 110%. This is because yeah. of the Chinese that this has all gotten out of hand. Not that it wasn't tamped down, not that he didn't take advantage of information to get everybody wearing masks, none of that. So, you know, his narrative sticks along, I stopped the planes coming in from China, and that should have been enough. And people are like, oh, yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the way the world looks at this, quote-unquote, objectively, everybody is looking at this because they know what upset the world order has taken in the past four years. Yeah. Who knows what will happen in the next four uh, let's talk about COVID-19, specifically an information coming out over the weekend that Prince William had mm-hmm. actually tested positive. Now, I've heard d- uh, conflicting stories about how actual, how sick he actually was, uh, but obviously came down with it. They elected not to tell anybody, PR expert. What are your thoughts on that? Should they have been open with this? Well, I think they should have been open with it. They were open about his father having it, and he got yeah, it around point. the same time or three weeks after. And he was on many conference calls where he was actually talking to frontline healthcare workers. So think about it this way, Scott. What if it was Harry? 
What if Harry had gotten COVID? This mm. would have been a whole other story. This would have been cover up. This would have been, you know, palace intrigue, you know. But it, it, it seems, uh, you know, large firms or institutions, and you do know they call the British royal family the firm, they release information as it suits them. And I think they felt that with they could they could hold on to this information about Prince William, and there wouldn't be as much blowback because he doesn't obviously have a, a lot of bad press around him, whereas someone like his brother does. Be that as it may, they should have said that he has COVID. He was on enough calls with healthcare workers where this would have mattered. Uh, protocol would have mattered, especially while wearing a mask around his grandmother, the Queen. So I, I'm not um, I'm not going to give him a pass on this one, Scott. I think that the palace should have should have divulged the information. What does it say? The fact that they didn't divulge the information. Well, I I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't have divulged it. Yeah. You know, they said it was because they didn't want to throw the country into chaos. Well, no, it would have said, all right, if Prince William can get it, because he was out and about at the same, you know, uh, things that his father yeah. was, it, it only stands to reason that he would have contracted it. I think it would have gone a long way in trying to implement protocols. And from what I'm reading, he did have some days where it was very, very difficult for him to breathe. Mm -hmm. So at that time, when he did contract it, let's remember, we thought this was an old person's disease. And the fact that his father got it, well, you know, he was in that age category, but not Prince William. So that could have gone a long way to providing a quick education among people in the UK that said, all right, Prince William is, how old is Prince William now? I don't even know. Like, is it his 30s, I guess? 30s, yeah. Yeah, his 30s. Okay, I'm in my 30s. He contracted it. I'm out yeah. and about. I'm going to the pub or whatever. I need to take better care of myself, and I also need to take care, uh, make sure that I'm not spreading the disease among other people. So I'm going to put on a mask, and I'm going to listen to protocol. I think it was a big, it was a blunder on behalf of people who were doing the comms for the British royal family about this type of information that they didn't want to divulge. I, I, I don't know what the total downside was, but... In terms of creating a, a commotion or chaos, I think is really overblown. And, you know, considering many were complaining a few weeks ago about mixed messaging and whether uh, the, the, the younger generation was getting it or not, uh, and it wasn't so much, you know, the message, it's how they were, it was the, the method of, of communication, and they weren't identifying with that, whereas the prince could have been a huge asset there in getting young adults to get involved in this. Well, you're 110% correct, uh, Scott, because what we're saying is that what everybody's been saying, not just, you know, in London or not just in Toronto, uh, not just in the States, is that the younger people, that the messages that, and the conduits for messaging to the younger demographic have not been working. And this mm -hmm. could have, we don't know, we can't measure what, how, yeah. what type of impact, whether profound or not, it could have made. But he's an international figure. He's an international figure in his 30s that people would have said, stood up and taken notice and thought, oh, you know what? I think I need to start taking this more seriously. Yeah, exactly. All right, Alyssa Freeman has been with us, public relations consultant, Alyssa PR, AlyssaFreeman.com. As always, Alyssa, thank you so much for the time. Be well and uh, enjoy. If I don't talk to you between today and tomorrow uh, in election results, uh, good luck. I'm sure we'll chat uh, sometime this week. I'm already stress-eating, Scott, so yes, I hope you do. <laughs> Good for you. You take care, Alyssa. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.